Hey everybody, welcome to the Goblin Beats Goblin Gaming Podcast. Tonight we are playing the Waterdeep campaign. I'm Matt, playing Oliver Firewing, your very, fairly good bard. College Glamour. Go Glamour Hawks. I don't know. That's Glamour Hawks. Yes, that's a good thing. That was a college, yeah. Yeah, so I'm saying yeah, that was their mascot. Go Glamour Hawks. All right, Glamour Hawks forever. All right, and Brendan's here tonight. He was making fun of the Glamour Hawks. He's playing Trace Windsong. He's a a lion. He's a man. He's a lion man. He likes carving uh, runes into things uh, and uh, speaking giant and expecting everyone to understand him. Yeah, yeah. Neither of those things is irritating to the rest no. of the group. And the hairball uh, thing is really horrible. Yeah, the hairball thing is awful. Uh, well, what can you do? Jesse's here playing Ildan of House Argeth. Your drow brigand Diarth. Lightsaber <laughs> swinging <laughs> dude. Yep. My uh, <clears throat> ode to Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. Since we were literally just talking about that. Little blade singing drow. Uh, and because John's not here tonight, I will be attempting to play his, as Danny called it, unscrupulous uh, sorcerer. Yeah, sorcerer. Unscrupulous yes. sorcerer. Yeah. That's yes. Good. Sarah Osteroth. So I'm and then, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then you can't see him because he doesn't have his camera on. Uh, but I have my camera on. Hello. Yeah, I'm somewhere where the connection is not. Uh, good enough for video. He's at the um, beach. He's at the beach. Playing D and D at the beach. I mean, That's doesn't right. get any better than that. Yeah, dedicated. That's his priorities, right? Yeah, right. Come on. Yep, Durgan, I'm playing Durgan. Durgan Violent. Yeah, Durgan Violent, uh, Forge cleric, human. Who is one of his ideals is that uh, I want to prove myself without the coddling of my family. Unlike most nobles out there who want to be coddled. Mm. No coddling for him. Mm-hmm. Nope. Not. And I won't face any challenge about in my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, doesn't, he doesn't not want to be coddled. He just wants to be coddled by strangers instead of his family. That's right. Well, and then Danny's here. He's he's promised not to kill everyone this week. Maybe just 50% of the people. Maybe about I, don't, 50%. I don't recall that. It, it was at the end of the last session. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, no, but at the end of the last session, we did befriend a uh, bronze dragon who was living in the harbor, uh, determined he was no threat, and went back and uh, let the folks at Force Gray know that. Maybe no now threat to you, but I mean, like... Yeah, I, well, the giant shark just, was a threat to you. Yeah, because I wanted to search where it was ha- hiding out. and then Yeah, yeah. So that happened. Um, Alan. Shockingly, uh, it was hiding out water. under the water. Well, yeah. <laughs> where no hiding. one goes. <laughs> and, and right near the dragon. And as soon as the dragon said bye, it was there. Yeah. His name was Bruce. He was he was actually attending a, a you know, a non, non, non-meat-eating Shark Anonymous meeting when mm-hmm. uh, Alan showed up. Yeah. Got attacked. So what can you do? Fish are friends, not food. Fish are friends, not food. That's right. <sighs> yep. Humans, though. Humans are delicious. Humans uh, are yeah. Okay. yeah, humans oh. are jerks. They, they throw their 
their feces in our harbor, so should definitely kill them. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's fair enough. Yeah, so but the we're sharks hard- are putting their feces there the whole time too. Anyway. Yeah, well, but they don't really have a choice, right? Humans are just routing it all out there, bunch of jerks. Speaking of which, I hope all of our characters get their Hepe shots before we went swimming in the harbor. But uh, I don't. I stayed in the boat. Not much of a swimmer. That yeah. is true. Don't so, don't don't eat the raw oysters from the water deep harbor. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so just as a, a little bit of a recap, um, you, know, you guys all went to bed. It was the thirteenth hammer. The thirteenth hammer is like the middle of winter in Faroon. Um, but uh, you've got a few things going on. You've got the tavern has been going okay. You had like an issue with some rats. It looked like it. Um, tavern had been. Uh, uh, sabotaged, maybe you know there were some drilled holes. You hired Vincent, the uh, the local PI, to look into that for you. Um, you've all been kind of working with your fact various factions that you're a member of. Some of you are a member of multiple, doing stuff for them. Cyril has a friend uh, staying, uh, Jorn in air quotes, who's actually uh, Istrid, a member of his of his faction. But I think most everyone else doesn't know about that, except maybe Jesse's character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, anything else that's been going? Oh, yes, of course. The the main thing is the whole uh, stone of galore has disappeared. Thing uh, you're still kind of trying to watch the. Um, oh, shoot, what's the name of the? Uh, um, is it the Growlhounds? Yeah. Yes, Growlhounds. Yeah, you're still trying to watch like Lady Growlhound in particular. And then you're looking out for the uh, automaton, as you fellows call it. Um, the nimble right. Yeah, the, the nimble right. Yeah, so we got to find the nimble right, and we got to find that lady. Were mm. we going to go to the estate? Was that like on the list of things to do once we did all the faction side quests? Uh, yeah, that what was estate? something we were considering. There's a state outside the city. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We needed to do that. Yeah, you were. someone had said, I think it was John, you wanted to like keep an eye on Lady Growlhund to see if she started to go that way, so she, you could tell her or pay someone to tell her or something and find out where it was. Can we hire Some... spies or someone to go out there and like stake it out and let us know if they're moving or what's what's happening? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you've got um, employees already. Here's the yeah, problem we... with John taking all the damn notes when he's not here. <laughs> We've got. Um, We've got the. Hold on, I got his name right here. Is it Leon? Yeah, I yes. think so. Leon. Leon Dean. He'll have Leon watch the place. He is very eager to do anything to help you guys out. He, he's seventeen, and his uh, he does not think things through. He's just willing to do whatever. Yeah, we could have we could have Leon Dean go watch him. Watch the Grahund estate. Let us know if Lady Grahund leaves the city. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, it is. It is winter time. It's been extremely cold pretty much this entire time thus far. Um, and uh, you all wake up on the fourteenth of Hammer to a day where it looks like the high is going to be around twenty-six. Might get uh, down into the teens this evening, and it's going to be overcast the entire day. That's according yeah. to the uh, 
the uh, local broadsheet with the Druid weather forecast. Not, not, not loving this weather. Hmm. All right. Weather. Yeah. No, we 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 prefer the warmth. All right. Just just to double check, everyone has leveled up to level four. Yep. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And yep. and reset everything with yep, a long yep, rest. Yep. Okay. Yep. Let me double check Cyril's <clears throat> sheet. Does he have more hit points than me? He's good. Combination of roles and constitution score, probably. His constitution's better than mine. That's what's up. That'll do it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Need to get you one of those periaps of health. That's what you need. Right? Periap? Periapt, yeah. I think that's how you say it. Could be different. All right. So, uh, yeah, you all wake up, <clears throat> come downstairs. Um, good old Venra Spirit Bell is already there making some confections for breakfast because she knows how much Sarah likes those. She started to, started to kind of take a shine to him, mainly because he pays her a lot of attention and gets anything she asks for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good for him. Cook, good for him. Cook's lap dog. Yeah. Uh, you all notice, uh, mainly because uh, Venner points it out to you when you come downstairs, that uh, there have been a lot of uh, rat faces carved into uh, into the doors of uh, of like the the tavern and your neighbors' doors and stuff. Um, mm. And uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of uh, like it's basically carved graffiti, just kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, on the fucking your front door, on the back door, in the alley, around the tavern. It's pretty obvious. Um, looks like Wait, maybe you're home. on our building or everywhere? Mostly on your building, yeah. What the hell? <clears throat> so we solved one rat problem, but we still have a bigger rat problem. Is there like a cult of the rat or something going on? It's like, yeah. This is pissing me off. Uh, anybody want to? Uh, or, so uh, I have history or something. I mean, do I recognize the yeah. symbol? Yeah. Anybody that that thinks they have a pertinent skill can roll it. Try and try and think through what what this could be about. Would okay. medicine or insight be pertinent here? Uh, in, insight and medicine, no, probably not. History, history. maybe. Um, Probably not going yeah. to, uh, I'm not trained but... in anything that would be helpful. Yeah. Anyone that who is from town, um, I'm make, from town. Uh, yeah. So okay. So yeah, you made a 21 on your investigation check. Looking at those, this looks like where at where at gang signs, like uh, where they mark territory and stuff. So basically, it looks like Troll School Alley, and in particular, Troll School Manor has been marked. As like a where at uh, refuge slash base. What? Hmm. We don't have so where rats here. And, you, and as you're outside, like looking at it, you see people like uh, shying away from the building as as they're seeing all these carved symbols and stuff. <sighs> I can't get rid of these things. How big are they? 
they're fairly big and noticeable. Uh, some, like somebody that knows what they're doing would have to uh, to do to fix the wood in some way. Uh, although, can our, do... can our giant cat just go scratch them off? Well, actually, I was wondering if I could, with my room carving ability, if I can like, I don't know, you know how like some people will try to like fix a bad tattoo. <laughs> yeah, you could. I mean, you could try. I don't, um, unless you have like a a tool proficiency for wood carving or something, it might be, it might not look very good. Although you do know uh, you have a neighbor who does wood carving. You could call on them to help you. <sighs> you want to do something like yeah. that. And Brandon, what exactly is it carved on right now? Our door? Or the doors. doors like the, like the, just like the wall in the, um, in the alley back there. Does anyone have a belt sander? Can someone, uh, talk, can someone yeah. cast an end? Let's go, I'll just go talk to Tally. But, well, can we have a caster? Can end fix it? Well, you'd have to have all the pieces. Brandon and everybody, maybe we should meet and discuss like how to prevent this from happening again. Like, are we missing a security piece here? Because like somebody shouldn't have been able to like do this extensive of a work right on our building. Yeah. Well, we can probably start warding it and stuff. I don't know, but um, we should probably canvas the neighborhood and see if anybody knows anything, and also try to find Vincent. All right, y'all can do that. I'm gonna go talk to Tally. I'll then, I'll, then I'll check in on Vincent to see if he's made any progress with the other rat thing and if it's connected <clears throat> to this. Okay. Sure. Um, uh, let's see. Jorn comes downstairs expecting a big breakfast at that point for Cyril, from Cyril. Um, Cyril has to kind of deal with that for a little bit. If, uh, so if you want to leave Cyril here to deal with his distant relation or whatever his his guest <laughs> whatever his story was yeah it was only supposed that. to be for like a day or two right a 10 day yeah mm. yeah this is this is the second day got it all right that, so is that all of a sudden there's wear rat carvings everywhere that seems like a coincidence huh <clears throat> yeah i don't know much yeah. about wear rats like well Denny. I don't either. Wolf could be one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was that, Brandon? I was going to suggest that uh, I can go talk to our neighbor who has uh, the wood carving or whatever and see if they can get on fixing ours and then start uh, I'm already doing the neighborhood. Well, he can go talk to Tally if you want to go talk to Vincent, Matt. Okay, fine. All right. Yeah, Tally at the and Bent then, Nails who you want to go talk to, Brandon. Tally. Okay. All right. Then what's order Durgan and uh, Ildan doing? I was going to walk the neighborhood and see what other buildings had the markings. Okay. All right. And then, uh, yeah, um, well, so I'm trying to figure out, I think that I might want to try to cast zone so, of truth around the dwarf and then ask him some questions while he's eating breakfast, you know, while Cyril's kind of. Okay. That. Let's see. Let's see how zone of truth works. Uh, um, be right back. Yes. Okay. Yeah, mainly what the duration is. Ten minutes. Um, yeah. Yeah, so you could cast it and then wait for the dwarf to basically walk into it and then ask him a question if you want to do that. Okay. Yeah, it's like fifteen foot radius sphere, point of choice. 
Yeah, the only only trick here is an unaffected as an affected creature is aware of the spell and can thus avoid answering questions if they don't, <sighs> don't want, want to. But uh, be yeah, you can, but you can still do that if you want to. Okay. Huh. Well, I think that would be, you know, like it wouldn't give us any info. It would give at least tell us that he's hiding. You may have to probably have something to do with it. There's Tally right there on the map. Okay, let's start with uh, um, Treos talking to Tally. So, Treos, you get you walk down the alley to the bent nail, I believe. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, Tally's hard at work turning some uh, posts for a bed, a bed frame or something, it looks like. Uh, uh, he looks up and sees him and says, Oh, hey, Treos, how goes it? Uh, quite well until uh, a few moments ago when we came out and noticed all the uh, the carvings yeah. on the walls and doors. Oh, <laughs> no. Some type of, of were-rat gang of who knows what type. Oh, no. So, uh, someone defaced your building after you just got it fixed up? Yes. Oh. Uh, would we be able to... Uh, Arrange for you to be able to fix that for us. Uh, yeah, yeah. He uh, stops the the lathe and says, and kind of wipes his hands off. And says, "Let me come and look at the damage with you now, and, and I'll we'll see what we can do." Thank you. And dusts his hands off. And dusts his hands off and says, uh, "Got about another ten of those flagons done. Uh, got a little excited about making them, so I went ahead and did that. And I've got two more uh, stools ready when you fellows are ready for them excellent all right you get over there and uh, he looks at the damage it's not just on your building um mm -hmm. durgan you're kind of you're probably kind of seeing that at this point as well okay. uh oh and i'm sorry durgan it was ildan was doing that right durgan you're, you're doing your zone of truth in it yeah um so there's a couple other buildings that have like smaller stuff on it, but your building definitely has the most stuff carved into it. You walk around, it takes about 15, 20 minutes to walk around the whole thing. Tally sort of makes notes on his notepad. He tells you he can, uh, he can basically turn uh, all those places into little insets that look like they're decor decorative carvings. It'll take him some time. Uh, but since he considers you guys to be friends, uh, he won't charge too much. Do you want to try to, persuade him or anything into uh helping you out faster or Let's see. charging you less or if I were there I would. <laughs> yeah, I have uh none of those skills specifically. Um okay, maybe well, be able to do like uh what's up? What do you want to tell him? What do you want to ask him? What do you want to tell him is the most important thing to you? Get it done fast or cut you guys a deal or what? Uh probably we want to get it done fast. Okay. My assumption. Yeah. Okay, you don't have to make any rolls if you don't want to. Uh, he he nods and says, sure, sure, I can get started on that today. Um, why don't I just charge you, it'll probably take me about 10 hours to get all that done. Why don't I just charge you like a gold piece an hour? And I'll, I'll get it done. Uh, it might take me two days, but... As quick yeah, as possible. Great. We need to see, uh, make sure no one sees this if we can help it. Okay. Uh, uh, while you're working on uh, certain parts, can you cover the rest until you're able to get to them? Um, yeah. If you'll help me, uh, help me get them. I've got some, uh, just some cloths we can we can hang over the affected parts, and I'll start on the front door. 
since that's the, okay. the most obvious. All right. All right, so you're going to help him with that. Yeah. All right, I'll take him a little bit, a little more time. Matt already finished off a beer. He went and got, oh, that was Jesse that went and got a beer. Never mind. Yeah, that was because uh, I was a Dr. Pepper. So, you know. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Um, uh, so at the same time, Durgan, go ahead and uh, you get your zone of truth. Uh, down there, Jorn walks down, sits down, and uh, asks for his breakfast. Okay. And so, uh, hey, good morning. Hi, how are you doing? Uh, I everybody else is gone. They're trying to figure out what's going on with all these runes that are carved in the the building, and uh, I just I can't I can't miss Cyril's breakfast. It's delicious. And oh yes, yeah, so so. Cyril's there with you. And uh, I mean, he's like walking around in the kitchen helping, uh, helping Finra, but he's he's there, okay, quote unquote. It's the best. Um, so, um, are you a were rat? No, I'm a dwarf. Okay, but uh, you could be a dwarf and a were rat. He uh, licks his finger and uh, puts his hand in there. You got some kind of a truth spell here. That's not very kind. Well, you did just show up, and there are all these carvings. Uh, what do you know about them? Anything? Uh, what kind of carvings? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, they're in the wood uh, on the outside of our building. Maybe there's some uh, on the inside. No, it's news to me. Uh, you guys should, uh, I don't know, spray for were rats or something, probably. That's what that would do. Okay. So why are you really here? That's... Uh, it's none of your business. Well, it kind of is because I live here and I'm a partner in this establishment and you're here. If you don't like me being here, you can talk. Why don't you talk to Cyril? Cyril's my, my buddy. He said I could stay here. I didn't say I didn't like you being here. I just feel like maybe there's more. I don't know exactly why you're here. Cyril said this is a safe place to stay and I need a safe place to stay. Oh, okay. Why do you need a safe place to stay? Because I don't want an unsafe place to stay. What's unsafe about not staying here? You're very confusing. Why is it not safe being out there? I didn't say it was not safe being out there. I said I need a safe place to stay. Why do you need a safe place to stay? Because I don't I don't want to be unsafe when I'm sleeping. <laughs> You're... You're really, you're really ruining my appetite. Could you stop talking? <laughs> Could I stop talking? You're, uh, you're sitting here. You are getting a, a wonderful breakfast prepared for you. Um, I'm just, I want to make conversation. <laughs> I just want to know more about why, you're, why you're staying here. I feel like I've already told you that. Uh, because you don't want to be safe. I mean, come on. If someone come into your home and say, "I need to stay here because I don't want to," I, 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 it's not. I, I want a safe place. I need a safe place to stay. Like, okay, I'm generous. I would love to give you a safe place to stay, but I at least should know why. What is it? What is it you're running from? What's what's so unsafe? I didn't say I was running from anything. I said I would like a safe place to stay, and Cyril said this was. It's starting to feel very unsafe because of all your accusations. Accusations? Uh, I haven't accused you of anything. I just want to know more. So, uh, okay, let's let's just say, um, where were you before you came here? I was not here. 
Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll let you, you two continue to talk while we, we skip over right. to uh, uh, Jesse. What were you doing? You I'm were... sorry. I was FaceTiming. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, what was what was uh, Ildan doing? Ildan was walking around looking. Yeah, I was checking I... which other specific places had the markings, um, uh, you know, just... tricks overhead. Yeah, just looking around, it's basically just your building and a little bit on the buildings right next to yours with like arrows pointing to your building. Mm. You know, it's definitely centered on, on Troll Skull Manor. Okay. Um, so are you outside doing that? Like, yeah. Uh, okay. While with you're Strix. outside, while you're outside with Strix, um, a, uh, uh, and, Old man with a cane walks up to you and then starts speaking perfect drow, even though he's he appears to be a human. Start speaking uh, dark elven drow, whatever whatever your language is. Mm-hmm. And uh, says, "Ildan, Ildan, come over here." Yes. Um. Uh, Got a little work for you. We've uh, we've captured a member of the Xanathar Guild, and I would like for you to guard him for three nights until I or another member of Breckendorf reclaims it. Um, does that sound okay? <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, is he a violent prisoner? Like, is it someone I'm gonna have to keep in a cell? Um, he shouldn't be a problem. Uh, shouldn't? But, yeah, as long as you don't release him, he shouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. Where is he now? He's in your cellar. Oh. I got lots of new guests that just <laughs> come out of nowhere. How am I going to get this one past Alan? <laughs> <laughs> He's probably already down there interrogating him. Probably. <laughs> oh gosh. <clears throat> three days. Yeah, yeah, just three days. Three, well, three nights. Yeah, three nights. Yeah. And is this something befitting a a Highland orb rank? Um. Yeah. If you weren't, we wouldn't trust you with it. Okay. So it's a high profile prisoner. He's pretty high profile. He's uh. He's uh, very high up with Xanathar. He's a he's a dwarf, but he's in his inner circle. We need you to watch him for us, just for three for three nights. He's not a caster. Um, he shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> you keep saying that, <laughs> but not really instilling confidence. <laughs> Look, let me put it this way. He shouldn't be a problem. Uh, I've got him. Have you ever heard of Iron Bands of Bellaro? Pretend I have. Right. Not. It's a magic. It's a magic item. It'll keep him completely bound. He can't do anything. Just don't let any anybody rescue him. That's what your real issue would be. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'd expect him to strike after you know after close, if they try so, to rescue him. Okay. Consider it done. Good man. He pats you on the shoulder, pretends to hobble off. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. This is Matt. Kind of interesting. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Matt. All right. You're, you want to talk to Vincent, right? Yes. All right. What is Cyril's connection with the Xanathars again? Well, he's with he's with the Zentrum, not Xanathar. Zentrum. Okay, great. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so far nobody likes Xanathar in y'all's group, so you're good there. Okay. That should be easy to sell. Yeah. Um <clears throat> All right, you're going to talk to Vincent and he, you go knock on the door, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, the door opens quickly. Uh, Vincent's standing there looking at a pocket watch because that's what he's got. Because he's always wearing a suit. He uh, closes it and says, Oh, hello, I was just coming to get you. I was waiting until uh, you were serving lunch, though, if I'm honest. Oh, well, sorry, Mr. Trench, but we just had a recent development that I wanted to get to you about quickly because I thought it might be related to what you were looking into. Mmm, the carvings on your on your building. Yes. Yes. I saw those this morning when I was out for my morning constitutional. Well, um, our cook is already there making breakfast. If you wanted to come on over and have a bite to eat, and that way you could speak with all of us at once. Sure, sure. Um, she, does she make those pastries at breakfast as well, or is that just a lunch thing? Oh, no, she definitely makes them for breakfast. Excellent, sure. He uh, walks in and... Uh, uh, Snuffs out a couple of laps and then locks his door and walks with you back to the troll skull. Disturbing thing, those carvings, but our friend and neighbor at the Bent Nail is, is hopefully going to fix it for us. Did mm. we already talk to Tally? I... Yes, yeah. Away He's going to fix it all within two days for 10 gold. Okay. And they hung sheets and stuff over all the ones he can't get to right away, and he started on the, the one on the front door. Okay. Yes. So we inquire with our neighbors to have them removed off their houses too, which are pointing to our building. Yeah, we probably should. Well, we get our over them at least. Yeah, get our get ours done. Yeah, we'll go ahead and hang stuff over them anyway. All right. Yeah. So as y'all are walking back, you see uh, Tally and Treos are like hanging those hanging those sheets, and uh, we give you the lowdown. Do you want Treos to hey, come in and? Yeah. Hey, Treos, right before you come in, would you mind hanging sheets over the ones on our neighbor's places, too? Mm. Fine. Tally says, oh, we, yeah, we're going to do that. No, no oh, worries. okay, great, great. Uh, if you don't mind, I was going to borrow Treos for a minute while we talk oh, to sure. Mr. Yep. Trench. Yeah, we finished, we finished hanging out most everything. I just need to go get my tools to start on your front door. Thanks, Tally. So, Danny, they... As they come in to the establishment, would they be like within ten minutes of the spell? Within the fifteen feet, Vincent no. Trench. Oh, with the, is, yeah, because I could rush them over the table where I'm sitting with a dwarf. No, it's gonna. It's probably been about fifteen minutes by now, so the spell's going okay. off. Okay. Well, if there was ever a chance within that ten minutes that Cyril came came over to you know talk to his friend the dwarf and everything, and I, and I will call him over if I see them coming from the kitchen. I'd like to. Ask Cyril. Hey, Cyril, Zone of Truth. Why is he here? Uh, I, I assume that Cyril would tell you because he needed a safe place to stay. So why does <laughs> why does he need a safe place to stay? So anyway, uh, Mr. Trent, here. Just let it go. <laughs> Venra, Venra, would Zone you mind? Zone of Truth is a useless spell. Would you? Uh, <laughs> if there's are there pastries left? Delicious pastries, from Mr. Trent. Still there. There are a few delicious pastries. Okay. I, I make him a plate of some pastries and draw him some, you know, I don't know, 
breakfast ale or coffee or so, whatever. Right. Yeah, she makes coffee. I mean, blueberry. She made blueberry pastries today. They're like uh, blueberry scones, probably. Right. Hey, Mr. Trench. Oh, thank you, thank you. He sits down, starts to nibble upon the scones. I guess as I saw them walking back to the tavern, I would have came back too. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because you would have seen them. All right, so you're all in there. Uh, Vincent sits down and says, um, you're all here. You want me to just go ahead and kind of go through what I found, or uh, do you have any questions? Uh, no, well, I think just if you could tell us what you found, and then we can follow up. Sure. Um, I uh, did like you asked the last few days. I've kind of poked around, asked a few questions, had some of my contacts, uh, uh, sticked out a couple of places, and um, I'm afraid what I found won't be very surprising to any of you uh, based on what you confided to me beforehand. But um, I saw um, the fellow down the street from Froon's Brews, Emmick Froon, paying uh, off a couple of were-rats. Um, so pouch, I would guess, I would assume it held around somewhere between 25 and 100 gold pieces. And, uh, uh, not long after that, uh, last night, apparently they, uh, they carved these symbols in your, outside of your building. I did miss most of it, but I saw, uh, the tail end of it as they were, uh, carving the little faces with the arrows pointing towards your building. I don't so believe that they saw me. Um, I, uh. I, I, I did some other, some other, uh, uh, poking around and asking around and, uh, unless I am mistaken, uh, your friend Emic over there basically used the last of a, uh, of a loan to, uh, to pay off those those fellows, so he's basically financially destitute at this point, and um, barring any unforeseen windfalls, will probably go out of business soon. So this was just like a last ditch effort, like. Or my like... guess, yeah, my guess is he he hoped uh, his hope or hopes to uh, scare people enough people away from your business. To make him enough business to uh, stay afloat. So, Danny, just knowing what we know about Waterdeep, is this something that would be actionable with anyone? Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, no, it's not. You know, he doesn't have any like hard evidence or anything. Right. Do I think that he's telling the truth? Oh uh, he... yeah, you can. You can all make insight checks. Yeah. I mean, we paid him, but. We paid him. Yeah, we exactly. We paid him, but I mean, he's feeding us the story that we would want to hear. He has no. Proof. I think. I think he'll get paid. <laughs> we'll think it's the guy that we thought it was already. I think he's the best person ever. No clue. See, got a fourteen from Treos. What do you want, Danny? Insight. Insight. Yeah. yeah. I got a natty one on my inside. Oh, nice, Eldan. Uh, twenty-one. A twenty-one from Eldan. Uh, yeah, Oliver, you're convinced. That Durgan's holding something back. He's act, he's acting shifty. Okay. Durgan? Yeah. Yeah, you can feel free to roleplay that or not. It's up to you. Uh, <laughs> so wait, Durgan, wait. Durgan seems to be very accusatory towards everyone else, which seems suspicious to you. Oh, Durgan, like my friend Durgan Filand. Yeah, yeah, Durgan okay. Filand. Yeah, yeah 
Okay. I guess I'm just suspicious because people carved runes on our wall. Anyway. <laughs> but Ildan, uh, so Ildan with a 21. Um, you feel like he's told you the truth. Um, there may be more that he's inferred that he hasn't told you, but uh, you feel like he's told you every, you know, everything he's told you so far has been either what he's seen or what he believes. So what connection does that have to the rats that were placed here? Well, I suppose uh, where rats probably, uh, I mean, they can turn into rats, so they could have done it. They could have uh, drawn in other rats. Hmm. I imagine I imagine that uh, if he paid them to do one thing, he's been pay- he paid them to do both. Do you know where this where rat gang operates out of? Um, I, I believe the name of the gang is the Shard Shunners, but I'm not 100% on that. Shard Shunners? Mm-hmm. Shard is slang for a silver piece, you know, here in uh, Waterdeep. Yes. They, um, they kind of bounce around a good bit, but, um. Yeah. Do you know the names of any of their members specifically? He kind of gives a wry grin and says, uh, "You didn't pay me to, uh, enough to uh, to ferret out all that information." Ah, I just didn't know if you happened. No. Do they have cool cloaks with like their symbols on them, tattoos. Uh, I, I imagine some of them probably are marked with the same symbol. You see, you see on your building out there, but they hang out at like a bar. Is there like a tavern or something that they kind of you know congregate at? They might be getting some and, free uh, booze at Froons. They they could be. I mean, uh, word on the street is that they hang out here uh, right now, but um, obviously that's not the case. Maybe we should check the cellar. I mean, rats do like to hang out in the cellar. Really. <laughs> I, I love that. I we do. should have a. We should definitely inspect the place. Like so, yeah. I don't that. disagree with that, but um. <clears throat> so, what would be your uh, your recommendation on how to? Obviously, Emic is probably not going to be an issue for much longer. But how to counteract this word on the street? Um, well, it looks like you you already have our friend Tally uh, helping clear up the, uh, the carvings. I'm not, I'm not sure how, what else you would do other than, uh, you know, make sure you make sure your doors are open, invite people, you know, make the place seem inviting. I'm not, I mean, I, I do run my own business, but I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not sure what else to tell you beyond that. Oh, I just didn't know if you knew some people like could grease their palms to to mm. counteract mm. the other counteract the rumors that are going on. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, I would just talk. I mean, talk to your neighbors besides myself and Tally. Of course, you've already done that. Uh, I'm just kind of let everybody know what's going on and what you suspect. Uh, I'm happy to vouch for you if you want to send them by towards me. You are, after all, paying customers at these blueberry scones are delicious. <laughs> If we wanted to take legal action, um, I mean, how, 
how willing would you be to participate in witnessing to what you've seen? That's, talk, that's yeah, not that's a, hard proof. Yeah, that's not a thing that I do. Uh, I, I I don't think you really have any good any good proof. You. Okay. Yeah, so it'd not be hard, hard at all. It, it'd be hard to do. Yeah, I'm no barrister, but it doesn't sound <clears> like there's hard proof. I think the best thing that we can do is go around, talk to our neighbors, and then maybe go by Froons to see if we can spot any of those whereats there. I like that plan. I think I really am angry with Froon right now. And I I think he's in a desperate position. I mean, he's we uh, we need some comeuppance as well. Yes, but nothing that violates the law. I'm actually you know, curious if we could... That. If it'd be worth our while just to buy Froon out. Or Sounds like he's already bought out. He's he used the last of his loan to hire these rats. Mm-hmm. So. so what, just wait for him to go under and then or we could try to buy it from him. If it's worth it. I don't even know if it'd be worth it, I don't know. Probably not. If he's making any money, he's probably not making anything since he's sabotaging us. Exactly. Oh, he's he's definitely making less than he's paying out. There's no way he could he's making enough profit to uh, to be paying for these things. All right. Well. I say we search the so, so I'd say maybe two of us search the place, make sure there's nothing else in the building that we need to be worried about. Sarah while, and I can take care of that. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. And while the re- while the rest of us go talk to our neighbors, and we'll meet back here in like say half an hour, and then uh, you know go down to some of us go down to Fringe Burns. I don't know if it's going to be all of us or not. Some of us. Well, um, uh, he uh, he like was wiping his fingers off. He's eating all three of those scones that you brought up. Vincent has. He says, "Well, unless you need anything else from me, I'm going to go. I have some other clients to speak to this morning." Thanks for coming by so early, and thanks for the good work. Sure, he puts uh, sits down a gold piece. That's for the uh, for the cook. That was delicious. Excellent. We'll make <clears> sure <throat> she gets it. Uh, he walks to the door, opens it, and then uh, opens it. It opens out. I guess uh, you hear him say "Milady," and like see, you can see him bow a little bit. And uh, uh, Savra Savra Bellabranta walks in. <laughs> And I ask her the same thing I always ask her. How are the Griffins this morning? Right? Oh, they're doing well. They're doing well. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. I was supposed to look into that. Yes, I was uh, I was coming to let you know the uh, Griffin Riders are, are uh, happy to let you come in, uh, and test riding one if you'd like to at some point in the near future. Um, also, I uh, have a a mission for you if you're available. Now, is uh, Treos the only Order of the Gauntlet member? I'll... Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yep. So, Treos, if you have, if uh, you're available, I have a fairly pressing uh, concern I'd like to help you get your help dealing with. Um, look over at uh, the Madden site. Think you can handle this by yourself while looking at this matter? Yeah, she says, oh, I don't, 
I don't need you to leave right now. Uh, I just need to ask you to talk to you about it, and uh, it's something you can you can deal with maybe tonight. Okay. Sure. Careful, Conan's, careful, Treos. If it, if it involves, Sarah, lots of candles, have, uh, animal sacrifice, you don't want any part of it. Hey, just stop. <laughs> no one asked you, Philoon, She says, "Don't get your wings in a bunch." I don't know what your problem I've is. I've known Savra for a long time. You're throwing She's barbs just... at everybody today. I've, I'm starting I to not like I throw barbs at Savra every time I see her. It's a thing yeah. we do. She loves she it. She says, keep talking, Durgan. You'll get your nuts in a crunch. Yeah. <laughs> Durgan's going to be walking down the street one day and all of a sudden be picked up and dropped by a griffin. So it's going to happen. All right. So, so she takes you. Go ahead. I, I was also just going to say, I can accompany him too. I can. Is it it's like a private thing or? No, she just kind of like pulls you off to the side, Treos. If the rest of you want to want to listen in or or ask about it, you can. I just bring her a scan. Oh, thank you. Uh, so what's yeah, so going on? The, uh, the guards at the End Shift Tavern. It's uh, located on End Shift Street. Uh, funnily enough, in the field ward. They're uh, being robbed nightly at this point, and the innkeeper says he's seen giant rats prowling around the back alleys. Hmm. Hmm. It, sound, I mean, it sounds dull, but uh, it's a plea for help that we can't ignore. So, oh, no, we're yeah. into beating the crap out of giant rats. Or about... We don't like rats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I know giant rats are a big thing for young adventurers, so I was hoping maybe you were... You'd want to do it. Yeah, with that oh, it's not like that. I think any, be, uh, any, information, any information that, uh, that this might be a specific group of giant rats, like say were rats. I don't. I don't think it's that onerous. But I mean, she I, already said anything, where. Anything's possible. No, she said giant rats. She didn't say were rats. I said where in the shift tavern. Yeah, yeah, at the tavern. What? Okay. <laughs> so at the um, in shift tavern in the field ward in the field yes. ward yeah getting robbed nightly there's giant rats you ever heard of the shard shunners um let me check and see if I have uh yes I've heard of them so where rat band yeah we've got a phone to pick with them apparently they were hired by Emic at Froon's Brews to deface our property. And you, before you're that, me a lot of information. I just need somebody to check on, check on these poor guys getting robbed. Okay, well, I was just wondering if you, since you've heard of them, if you might know where we can find them. Hey, maybe you'll find them uh, at this place in the Tavern. Yeah, two rats with one adventuring group. Yeah, maybe so. Do it. All right. Okay. If we see any um, suspicious activity, we'll let you guys know. Well, if you could stop them from being robbed, that's the real ask, Treos. Um, that would be Do great. That too. Nobody's talking to you, Durgan. And she walks out. <laughs> and uh, before she walks out, uh, I said, uh, how would you like me to follow up with the uh, your Griffin writing? Uh, you can just show up there at the... Uh, the uh, what's it called? The aviary or whatever it's called. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, any, any, any day. Um, just make sure you get there the first half of the day. That's all that matters, and they can they can 
show you the basics and uh, let you take one out for a test ride. Okay. You can bring you can bring a second person with you. The Griffin's strong enough to take two rider, two people, two riders. All right. Thank you. Toodles, sweet cheeks. She tases you on the way out. <laughs> You're not sure. And he looks at Trios looks at her and goes, "He won't be one of them." <laughs> Yeah, you should sure definitely take the uh, dingle hopper with you when you're flying around town. Oh, that is a yes. Oh, the nimble right nice. detector. Yes, mm. the dingle hopper. That's I a new name for it. A, I can't remember <laughs> what it was called. <laughs> Sounded uh, good. Okay. Um, hopefully, there's enough chaos that I've introduced here for you guys. Uh, what do you want to do now? <laughs> okay. I want to check well, out the rats. So, well, first thing we're going to do is what Hold we on. already said we're going to get to you. Two yeah. people are going to search around the end to make sure there's nothing else here, and the rest of us are going to go tell our neighbors what's going on. Yeah. Okay. So Sarah then, and Nolan are doing the searching around here. Yep. Then a group of us were going to go confront. That's right. Were we going to? Or yep. Well, we, yep. we didn't yeah. ever said confront. We said, like, go around and, yeah, but why not confront? Figure out, see what's going on there. I mean, we we clearly know what's going on. He's his business is failing, so yeah. Question him. <clears throat> so all right, so let's go do that. All right, so Cyril and I are searching the house. So when everyone leaves to go talk to the neighbors, I tell Cyril that um, I need his help in guarding a prisoner. I think you should talk to yourself in the in the cellar. <laughs> Let's and roll for this out. Yeah, like, like, what, yeah, what do you yeah. say exactly? I want to see say back. Yeah, what would Cyril do? Well, so since Cyril is part of the Xana, not the he's on Zentrum. the Zentrum, he actually would be probably for helping keep a Xanathar guy imprisoned. That's true. Yeah, <clears throat> and so since our unscrupulousness normally aligns. Um, that's why I feel like it's okay to share this information with him because maybe he wants to question the guy while we're, when we're down there checking it out. So I haven't spoken to him yet. So I was going to ask Sarah to come down with me. All right. <clears throat> so yeah, you can move your tokens down into the cellar if you want. Can I just say this as I know this is out of character and uh -huh. Jesse, you can obviously play Sarah however you wish because you're playing Sarah, but Given his history, I do think he would try that, like, hidden spell casting, mind thought reading thing on this guy at some point if he wasn't getting the answers he wants. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pretty uh, well aware that he does that uh, when it's not advantageous for us as well. <laughs> but yeah, I know how he how he does. All right, so. Uh... You go down to the cellar, and sure enough, in this back corner of the wine cellar, there is a dwarf that appears to just be wrapped in these thick iron bands. He's kind of squished in upon himself. Um, let me show you a photo, or an image, rather, of him. Um, that's him. And uh, he's like an old gray-bearded dwarf with this weird hat on his head that looks like it's like stylized, like a beholder. Um He's got steel boots on, and uh, when he sees you, when he sees you, he says, "Oh man, come let old Art Steel Toes out." 
Are you fellows here to save me? No, we're your captors. Oh, no, you should save. Xanathar will be so pleased if you let me go. Xanathar has no friends here. No, yes, he does. Me. <laughs> let, let me out and he will pay you. He will reward you handsomely. Afraid that's not going to happen today. Steel boots. Uh, you can call me Steel Toes. <laughs> that's funny. His name is Steel Toes. Everybody does. <laughs> um. Yeah, I <clears throat> would just want to kind of inspect him and I don't, would my character know what those kind of um, bindings are? Or yeah, zero? It's, it's a, uh, probably both of you would. <laughs> it's uh, bands I mean, of Bilaro. Both are Arcana trained. Yeah, iron bands of, of Bilaro are, uh, uh, it's basically, it starts out as a, a, a sphere, that's a metal sphere, and you can throw it at something with a command word, and it'll restrain it until you speak another command word, basically. So like so, a Pokemon ball? Um, sort of, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and unless something lets him out, or he or he's very strong, he can't really get out. He's just stuck there. He can't move either, right? He's just yeah. He's restrained. His speed is zero. He's just kind of stuck there. Uh, he says. He says. Well, could you at least at least give me a little a little food? I'd like to eat something so that I, you know. I, I'm not starved before Xanathar sends someone to free me and I get to watch you be eaten. Mm. No, because then we'd have to let you use the bathroom too. That's, I've already done that. <laughs> no soup for you. <laughs> he shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can smell that he's used the bathroom at least once or twice. Mm. Gross. I've, I've been here for eight... Hey, uh, Overnight, it's been eight hours. Hmm. Yeah. If I recall, you got here just this morning. No, I've been here at least eight hours. You think? Oh, it's true. I just, I just know I got a long rest out of it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if Sarah's character actually would want to specifically question him of anything. I'm trying to think of some of the run-ins we've had with the Xanathar Guild that I might want to ask him about. Um, were they the ones uh, that were trying to get the stone when the Nim Nimblerite killed all of them? No, so that was that rogue group of Zinterim. So it's the, of Zinterim. Yeah, the, the uh, Zinterim, I mean, the Xanathar Guild had the stone. Xanathar had the stone. And then someone stole it from him. And he's blaming the Zinterim, but apparently it was like that rogue group of Zinterim, or it was, uh, oh, you know, it was the that gnome that worked for uh, uh, Raynar's dad, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Lord Neverember. That's what it was. That actually stole it. Uh, so the Xanathar Guild is trying to get it back, basically. Mm -hmm. And they still believe that the Zinterim stole it. Originally, uh, mm. yeah, but beyond that, you know, Xanathar is a you know he's a an evil kingpin eye tyrant. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to think if there's anything worth trying to squeeze out of him information wise. I can't think of anything unless you guys can. 
Just got to think of a way to reinforce this cellar so no one comes down here. Unless we're not there, though. Come on, it's not it's not worth it for you guys to keep me here. You know, Xanathar's just going to send someone to to get, to save me, and he's just going to destroy your nice building here, I guess, that you probably have above me. It's actually just a really large outhouse. Oh, then I don't feel so bad about soiling myself earlier. No, we'll we'll dump the rest of the uh, pots down here in a little while. <laughs> please, he starts begging. Please let me out, or just maybe just a little food. I smelled some something baking above earlier. Something. <laughs> His stomach rumbles at that point. <clears throat> uh, what were you doing that got you captured? Talking, maybe you'll get half a scone. I love scones. I was, I was going out for fish food. Say what? I was I was going out for fish food, and I was captured. It's my job to feed the fish. What fish? Xanathar's fish. His pet fish. What else do you do for him? I. Clean the fish's bowl. I watch the fish. I talk to the fish. Then I actually feed the fish the food that I get for the fish. Oh, this and is then I protect on. the fish. I'm going to go get myself a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know if there's anything worth getting out of this guy. Uh, so Sarah had a 21 insight. Um. He seems to be telling the truth. He takes care of the fish. That's his job. Mm -hmm. What kind of what fish is, are they? Whether that's important or not, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. You, you ask him? You ask him what kind of fish? Yeah, ask him what kind <laughs> of fish. Oh, it's just the one fish. It's a goldfish. Hmm. How big is it? You know, he, he tries try to move his hands. Goldfish size. Size of a scone? Eh, a little smaller. Than, I mean, it depends on the skiff. If it's a good scone, it's definitely smaller. It's actually the giant shark that tried to eat them. Yeah, I was going to say, this <laughs> is the damn shark. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just a stupid goldfish. All right. Jesse, I um, I know I'm not there, but I was wondering, out of character, out of character did, did you ask him about the... Um, I got up and left. Did you ask him about the uh, automaton already? How about the number he is? No. The nimble right. I got the feeling this guy doesn't know anything. I don't think the nimble right's working for the Xanth Xanathar's guild. We thought that the Xanathar actually were potentially involved in the explosion. And then the nimble right went underground. We were we were going to go after the Xanathar at one point. So I don't know if it's possible because then they were missing... Yeah, you found out the explosion was caused by the nimble right throwing a bead from a necklace of fireballs. Um, yeah, the, the nimble right's definitely not connected with the Xanathar Guild. Okay. Leave that stone unturned. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I don't really have anything else to say to this guy, Danny. Okay, all right, that's fine. 
All right. Um, for those of you who are talking to your neighbors, um, they're actually fairly understanding. I mean, you've talked to everyone and been nice to everyone so far. Excuse me, Fala. Um, just ask kind of where Ildan is at first. You know, walk over there. And uh, Elf is very, very understanding about it. it. Says, "Oh, yes, yes, yes. I understand business rivalries. That's why I don't have those sorts of things." Um, let's see. The folks at the the uh, armory place, uh, Steam and Steel, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, they hadn't even noticed yet, um, so they're not they're not too concerned about it. They don't do that much. Yeah, they're mostly just you know making armor <laughs> and stuff, weapons. Um, and then um, what's his name? Agaron Rashal or something like Rashal um, at the Bookworm's Treasure. He seems very surprised. Says, oh yes, you know those. Uh, those types of symbols have been used by Weret groups for millennia. I've got a book on those if you'd like to read it. Yes, that'd be really? great. Mm. It's only only five gold pieces. If you'd like to take it with you, you can buy it. <sighs> Very unique binding. No, that's okay. Uh, well, can I take a look at it for a second? Sure. It shows it to you. There he goes, uh, under his breath, uh, Jingles. One of the manacles chains on his uh, belt and looks over at Matt. Uh, of another time, <laughs> binding. <laughs> so I just flipped through it to see if there's anything about shard shunners. No, it's like it's like a historical text. That's okay. probably nothing, nothing too recent. Yeah, these um, this gang is a uh, bunch of punks. These oh well, shard. they're all punks. If you read through chapter seventeen, it talks about that's basically all you know, especially. In urban settings like this, they're all punks, as you say. Right. So, uh, but anyway, uh, thanks for the information. And uh, oh, okay, I, I, it's a very interesting read. I, 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 <laughs> you can buy the book. Sarah book probably show. Can we all just pitch it. in? I mean, like, there's three of us there. We could. Not I'll pay him five gold. gold pieces for a book about where at. You know, Sarah would want to read it. Sarah's in the basement with some guy who's bound and pissing himself. So. We're no longer in the basement. Oh, anyway. I have some of the charisma that can bargain, right? Man. I don't, yeah. I'm uh, leaving. Can you try to. Can, can you get his, <laughs> can you, oh, I'm interested in buying the book. Can you get his price? Could you try to persuade him to sell it for lower, maybe? I, I'll leave. I'm going to the next <laughs> place. Right. He's already been offended. He's done. Right. As you're walking out, he says, I, I, I could let it go for three three gold pieces, I suppose, if, you, if you're in a bind financially, I understand. Uh, we're having to pay to have all these faces recarved. So oh, buy it for three. Are you going to buy it? Yeah. Yeah, I'll all buy right. it for three. Whatever. All right. Um, if you spend uh, eight hours reading it, I'll give you advantage on any uh, any checks to understand what we're at or doing. Okay, I'm gonna read it every chance I have. All right, chose this class to speed, Annie. Oh, I love it. Yeah, Green Lantern. 
All right. If uh, so, is Durkin going to go back and spend the rest of the day in his room reading reading this book? Also, go. I definitely want to go with them on this like killing of rats quest thing they have. Yeah, that's tonight. So you got time. Oh yeah, yeah. And Before well, whoever's that. not busy in between now and then, we're gonna go to Froon's and let Emic know that his comeuppance. Th- that's to read the book. <laughs> for me to read the book, could I go back read the book and then let's all go to Froon's because then we'll have advantage on figuring out what's going on. That's not gonna be no just. No, just... you just stay here and read the book. I'm gonna go intimidate Froon like only a fairy bard can do. Or <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds take good. The, take the cat with you. <laughs> take the let's cat. Let's go, Treos. All right. Well, let's go. Let's Let me go back to the house. And when I get a I'm chance, gonna... I might cast Zone of Truth on that dwarf again. Make my cloak. Make my cloak like something super intimidating, like you know, black and like like leather with like spikes and stuff all over it. Okay. By the time yeah. we go on the night mission, Alan's gonna be out of spells. <laughs> yeah. I'm, okay, I'm just joking about that. I'm not gonna <laughs> second, my second level second second level spell. So, dwarf guy, I'm going to ask you some more questions. No, completely unhelpful last time. I can make it. Can I make the cloak look like it's like crawling all over with rats? I just. That wouldn't be a good look for us. Everyone already thinks we have a rat problem. I know. I was just kidding. We should embrace it. Like we'll just like have punk bands playing. Like (laughs) you know, just go full rat. Go full rat. Full rat. Good do All right, we're going to go friends. All right. Um, you get there. I'll say it's afternoon by this point. It's still cold as balls outside, below freezing. Uh, there's a few people there, like three or four, and uh, he's back behind the the bar. I guess look around to see if if any of them have uh, that rat symbol on them, or look particularly ratty. Hey, give me a perception check. Rayo should be able to sniff them out. You think? Right. Oh, God, my rolls. You are... should have advantage against wear rats. Shit. Hey, Treyas, make a perception roll. That's what I'm working on. Yeah, sorry. There we go. There you go. 17 and a 4. Uh, no, nobody looks especially ratty, and you don't see any, any of those symbols on anyone in, in there. Let's see. Uh, uh, Emic uh, looks up and says, Oh, it's my neighbors. Come in for a drink? Oh, it's our neighbor, the guy who played the were-rat gang to carve things on our building and plant rats in our building with the last of the loan that he had. He goes, what What are you talking about? That's ludicrous. Uh, oh, yeah? Insight checks if you want. but Yeah. Uh, you're pretty sure that Treos is full of shit, Matt. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> <check>. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Treos is dead. Based on body language, you're pretty sure Treos is in on this and perhaps is a rat. <laughs> a person. <laughs> if I had a coin to throw in to re-roll, I would. That's <laughs> I mean, two, two ones on insight in a row. Yeah, you're yeah, pretty right. sure that Treos, Treos is in on it with Emic, and uh, they're all where rats. Everybody in here. 
Everybody in here looks angry. You may be a little rat and don't even know it yet. <laughs> he just turns no. around and punches Treyas. <laughs> like, like, like there's sweat beating on your forehead because you're like, they're all were rats. Every effing one, even the cat. That's, he's acting weird. How did they get to the cat? Look. Uh, Treyas, on the other hand, you're, you're, you're like, you can tell by the way the guy's eyes widen that uh, he's worried. We paid Trench and he told us everything. Ah, got someone spying on me. Yeah. No, it just so happens they're ones willing to turn you in. We caught you doing the dirty. But guess what? It's not going to work. And once this place goes under, we're probably going to buy it and burn it to the ground. And then I'm going to find you. I'm going to find your family. I'm going to make you pay for what you did. Intimidation check or thirteen. All right, he he seems fairly intimidated. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you advantage if you want to roll that a second time since Treos is there with you. There, twenty three. Twenty three was a lot better. Yeah, he seems uh, he seems scared. Seems really if you scared. mess with our business again, I will end you, but not before I end your family. I end your dog. I'll take all your food and I'll burn it <laughs> in front of you. I just imagine this little fairy just yeah. in his face, wagging his finger <laughs> with his wings flapping behind him. Yeah. <laughs> you hear, you hear over in the corner, Matt, you hear him say, it's one angry effing fairy. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> and then, and then it makes you may not know this, but to fairies, Human flesh is delicacy, and we like to eat it while it's still alive. And I've got lots of friends in town. They're hungry. <laughs> Cross us uh, again. We start with the dick. <laughs> God. He says, wait, just for, just for clarity's sake, are you talking about Vincent Trench, the PI, or are you talking about my... I just turn around. <laughs> <laughs> turn around and fly off. Yeah. Nice. Right now, I'm okay. really thinking about like the fairies off of um, uh, Onward. Mm-hmm. Leather jackets the and all the ones. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the real mean ones. Yeah. <laughs> just, you just insult my ancestors? On my way out, I just knock a drink off the bar. <laughs> yeah. I'm like. Envisioning Treos is like this giant, you know, he's like the giant guy sitting there with his arms crossed. <laughs> and the fairy, fairy storms out, and he's kind of like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Treos is doing his best not to laugh. It'd be better if, if like, Treos just put uh, uh, Oliver back in, like, in his pocket and then walk yeah. out. Or just like pick <laughs> him up, set him on his shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I mean, I kick over a drink, then I flow over onto Treos's shoulder and have a seat. Okay, so you like you like sit there with your arms folded backwards so you can watch him as you're as you're getting getting carried yeah. out. Yeah, like I'm, I'm sitting I'm sitting like on his shoulder, but facing like yeah, facing his back. Right as he's walking yeah, out, I'm just yeah. staring him down, staring him down <laughs> as he walks out. You hear wow. a you hear a half orc in the corner say, "That was effed up," and I mean ferried up. That was weird. <laughs> it's the only way we do it. Great. So now, now the rumors are we're a werewolf, a were rat safe house. We have rats in the building. 
man-eating and one of fairies. Our, and a man-eating fairy. Yes, <laughs> that prefers the penis. Who loves the D. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know we're going to get hate mail after this one. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, uh, the last guy in there says, they have good food, but I don't want to go in there if there's a dick-eating fairy. So, <laughs> I'm into some weird shit, but that's that's too much for me. <laughs> We're going to have to keep a, a, an eye on the welt boards. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is like for the next uh, three, 10 days, everybody that walks in there has a co- iron cod piece on when they come in. <laughs> 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 nice. What's even more interesting is I talked to the guy who makes iron cod pieces before I came here and I'm getting a percentage. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I can make those iron cod pieces, so we don't even have to pay anyone. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You can even get them embossed as fairy proof. Yeah. <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> wow. Let's stop by the armor on the way back, and uh, we'll, we'll, he needs to start making iron cod pieces. Well, say I mean, Durgan, on them. You know, Durgan and Treos can both do that. So, yeah, you, you guys can ha- sell fairy proof cod pieces at the end of the street on a whole nice. cart. And if they yeah. want to pay extra, I can bejewel them. That's oh what we'll God. do. And then once we buy this place, we'll turn it into a fairy copy store. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it your fairy, your fairy cod mother. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm good with that. Wow. You can call it your fairy cod cover. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, your fairy yeah, yeah. cod cover. That's that's exactly it. All right. All right. Uh, I feel like I've accomplished what I need to accomplish. I intimidated somebody today. All right. Um, so, yeah. In a way so, no one has ever done before. Night comes. Uh, business is okay. It's not as good as normal. Some people were freaked out by the where at thing. Those rumors going around. Um, uh, Ildan, you realize you've got a, a decision you have to make here. Around the same time that they're they're talking about going to deal with this rat issue. You need to be guarding the cellar. So, mm-hmm. uh, so what are y'all? What are y'all thinking here? I don't know uh, anything about it, so I'm not thinking anything. Yeah, I say y'all. I guess you and Cyril, because you two were in on it. I mean, I was expecting the attack after we close. So. Any of the kitchen staff that we're all especially afraid of. What do you mean afraid of? What? That what? could potentially guard them because we're afraid of them. Just put Leon down there with a butcher knife. <laughs> <laughs> He's dedicated. Nah, Leon will probably give him food. Um, now if you tell him not to, he won't. That's true. Uh, I Can mean, as Cyril, speaking as, as the voice of Cyril, I'll say, I'll say this. Uh, he, I'll say that he says this to Ildan. He says, look, they're robbing those guys every night. We can go deal with that whenever we want. This guy's only here for three nights. If you need to protect him, like keep him getting rescued. I'm definitely not leaving, right? I just didn't know uh, if the two of us would be enough. Now, the fish keeper for Sanitar, I mean, I think we could handle whatever he may send. It depends on how important the fish is. True. 
All right. Well, so Sarah, if you're willing to stay behind, I, I would be. You got to let us know what's going on. Great for to stay. No, I want yeah. y'all to go deal with the rats. Okay. All right. I'm just. I think Sarah and I will just try it on our own. All right. Um. And then, I mean, if you know, if it's rough tonight, then ask for help tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Who knows? They might not know where he is. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was your chance. Uh, I mean, there's no real way to split us up. I mean, there's five of us, right? So... Three of y'all go deal with the rats, and the two of us will pre- protect But I think manor. what was just said, at least uh, the way I understood it, and it could definitely be wrong, but is that the, the thing going on that we need to accomplish is going to have, is happening every night on and off. So we could, we could deal with that after guarding this person. Oh, so you're saying like, it's probably best that all of us stay tonight and y'all just or, go deal with that tomorrow. For three nights. We, we just guard this guy for the next three nights, whatever, however, and then, and then you know, Fast forward time, if nothing happens, whatever. And then um, if something does, we're all there. And then after the three nights are over, we go deal with this other stuff because it's been going on for a long time. Yeah, yeah. what he said is true. It's happening every night. So, I mean, you could you could let them get robbed a few more nights in a row and, th- and then deal, deal with it if you had to. Yeah. Which yeah. probably wouldn't be a big deal to Ildan or Cyril. Yeah. All right, so I guess between Sarah and I, we'll come up with some kind of story. All right, so since we're both members of the Watchful Order of Mages, we could say that, um, what did we call the acronym? Womp, womp, womp. Womp, yeah. You know, uh, has entrusted us uh, in keeping um, the prisoner for holding in the cellar. Uh, but did we have warn a prisoner we, in the sh- cellar? We have a prisoner in the cellar. Uh, that we what? suspect. Wait. Yes. I'm sorry. I was drinking. This is why we have weekly meetings. This is our um, <laughs> weekly meeting. Okay. Yeah. yeah we will have. We'll. We want to discuss that. But uh, so we discussed. We we discussed um, money first, which was the cod protection business which i'm a fan of uh and so now bringing you current business current yeah you're yeah great current business is uh we have a prisoner that we need to i need help uh keeping in the basement now he can't get out there's no way he can leave but there is slight possibility that someone may come for him Quick question. Is this prisoner a criminal who deserves to be incarcerated? Good question. He's affiliated with the Xanathar. No, yeah, we hate those guys. What does he do for Xanathar? Well, okay. I open the cell door and kind of poke my head down in there. Okay. Yeah. If you go all the way down there, he's like hidden in the back. Okay. Those bands. I just fly down there real quick. Yeah, he's got the uh, beholder hat on. He says, Hello, did you come to give Art Steel Toes some food, little fairy friend? No, you look stupid with that thing. I mean, it's a wonderful hat. I hate you. <laughs> he turns on you immediately. I'll eat your dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's what dwarves. That's what you say to him. Yeah. He says, "I'd like to see you try." 
Maybe later. I'm not hungry. I am. Bring me some food. (laughs) (laughs) He's completely harmless. Just don't go near him. Now I fly back up there and go, that guy's a total jack. And he's completely harmless as long as you don't go near him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I just have two, Also, two he sold himself. He smells awful. You don't want to go down there. Wow. Well, yeah. It smells really. Can we have Leon go clean that up? So, next time this happens, could you just like tell us before you, before he gets, you take him into our cellars just so we can all kind of have our weekly meeting before that action is taken? Well, you guys weren't here. So, you know, we acted in. We've been gone for like. I was here. I was reading a book. All right, so this is like this is like this is like two in the morning (laughs) when all this is going on. Yeah, almost two in the morning. What's What's important is that someone could come for him potentially, and we need to be prepared. And I know you've been reading a book all day. Well, uh, I understand that's what's important immediately. But what's important in the future as we go forward is that we're all open before we take actions that potentially endanger. All right, I'll go up to the turret and keep watch. All right. As you say that, there's a crash as a bugbear jumps through a window. Oh, mother. It's happening. You better have enough money on him to pay for that. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of, are we even being reimbursed for this? To be continued. (laughs) He says as a second bugbear jumps through, crashes through a window. I'm for real. You're going to pay for that. Uh, these least, bugbears. We should talk to Womp. Yeah, well, don't worry. We'll be talking then, to Womp. We're gonna and then a third, a third window uh, crashes in as a third bugbear. Seeing the other Windows two bugbears having so much fun. are expensive. Yeah. Uh, the good thing is all three of them got, got a little bit of the glass in them, and it's lead glass, so you know eventually. Why am I standing there? There's no way I'd be standing for it. All right. Okay. Well, you just so, came from the basement. Uh, everybody can roll initiative. It's uh, where, is, where is the entrance to the basement? It's back here, isn't it? In the pantry? We're, right we're standing on it. Okay. We're roll initiative. One, one of the bugbears, probably the leader, but they all look the same, says, Give us art and nobody dies, maybe. Who's art? That's all they know. That's the only comment they speak. <laughs> Give us art and nobody dies, maybe. That's all they got. Oops. All right. Who are we missing for initiative? Gildan? No, I rolled. Oliver's adjusting his initiative. I'm not happy about that. Uh, well, sorry. <laughs> it's supposed to be 20.16. I didn't have my token I think I was okay. too involved in um, grilling Ildan for, for the prisoner. I have no clue what's going on. <laughs> I rolled a 16, so that's up there above Treyos. Uh, I don't see it on the initiative thing, Majigger. I may have done it before you put the turnover up. Okay, so yeah, just select your token, do it again, and then you can uh, change it to 16. 16.18. I'm, I'm also bouncing between multiple character sheets and stuff. Yeah, so I, I can do it for you if you want. That's fine. All right, so we've got Cyril, Treos, Oliver, Ildan. Uh, let's see, Durgan. So we have to like. I rolled a one point one. 
You didn't have your gas selected, I think. Oh, you have to gas to select that token. Jump the gun. But when you're selecting somebody else's token, like if I'm, I didn't have Cyril selected. I don't think when I did that for him, but it worked. I don't know. Whatever, it worked. Uh, I can I can fix your initiative if you want me to, Alan, or you can do it. No, I'll do it. Just have to select my guy first. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, here we go. Then click initiative. Oh God! Did that just put that out there? Sorry. That's okay. Marginally better. I'll I don't fix think that. that. Yeah, it doesn't count. All right. Cyril uh, is the first to react when these bugbears burst through. Okay. Bursting bugbears. Why do they have to come in through the window? Three of them, too. Like, that's just yeah. not cool. Have to get those fixed. Running a business is expensive. Yeah, it is. All right, so Cyril is going to um, cast Catapult on one of our non-expensive bar stools. All right. It only hits one person, yeah? Yeah. You could use an empty mug or something, too, like a regular mug. Yeah, I guess a mug or a flagon at this bugbear. All right, the the one at the actual door. Mm Mm-hmm. Southern door there. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So shouldn't. two of them are coming in that southern door. Three of them are coming in various windows, and one came in through like a the uh, I'll put up this northern door right here off the porch. Was that your owl over there in between those two? Yeah. Strix was like just sitting at a table, passed huh. out drunk. I'll be damned. He didn't warn us. He was passed out drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Strix gets drunk every night, uh, craps all over that table and passes out. That's his table. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so it's a dexterity save against the uh, catapult, right? Yes. All right, the bugbear fails with a seven, so he takes 13 flagon damage. All right. <laughs> that flagon just, like, blew up all over him. That was, that was good damage. Yeah, right. it's 3D... Um, 3D8. 3D8. It's a very powerful level one spell. Yeah. All right. Anything else for Cyril? Uh, I don't think I'm going to use any of his meta magic, so I'll say no. All right. Oliver. I'm going to inspire you guys. Mm. Use my bonus action to weave a bitchin' spell. Um, <laughs> Right. My musical talent. I'll give uh, my man Treos, uh, Ildan, and Durgan five bonus uh, five temporary hit points. Okay. Five temporary and, hit points. Nice. Yep. Thank you very much. And you can use uh, your reaction to move your speed right now. Like, I would like to ask that you not move into this 20 foot by 20 foot cubic area down here. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll move in order. Ildan, do you want to move with your reaction? Mm, no. All right. Don't forget to punch in your five temps up there. Yeah. Uh, Treos, do you want to move? What's going on here? What's that, Danny? 
Do you want to move? You can move with your reaction up to your speed if you want. So if you, you, if you want to, to you, yeah. Move to there next to the fireplace. All right, Durgan, do you want to move any? It is, uh, it's going to be 10 feet of movement to move over the bar because you're behind the bar if you decide to move, hop over. But uh, that shouldn't really keep you from getting anywhere. I'm going to stay with the my party members right there. All right, behind the bar. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess I will use my movement to get over the bar so I don't have that same penalty next time, like right there, I guess. Okay, yeah, you can do that. All right, and then Oliver, do you want to do anything else? You used your bonus action for that, right? Yes, I'm going to cast Nathar's Mischief in that square that I drew, that 20 foot by 20 foot cube down there. So you can move it. Oh, this is the spell you were talking about. You got. Uh... Yeah. All right, so. I'm going to roll a d4 see. to determine its effect. Oh, yeah, okay, roll it. Bouquets of flowers appear. Each creature in the cube must save on a dexterity saving throw be blinded. Until the start of my next turn, as flowers spray water into their faces. All right, so that all three of them. Kind of like the Joker's flower? So it's a dexterity save, DC 14. Let's. And is this like continuous? Because it says all creatures. So if you walk in there, is it. Yeah, if you walk in there, you're going to get sprayed. All right, so we'll start at the top and then go down and right. So a fail, a fail, and a success. All right, so the the two uh, closest to the entrances basically are both uh, blinded by flowers, slapping them in the noggins. Let's see Thanks. what's the best blinded thing. I guess we'll use this. There we go. Uh, All right, they're yeah. blinded until. Uh, until see. my next, until the beginning of my of your next turn. Okay. All right. Anything That's else for point. Oliver? No, I feel like I've been pretty productive. Flowers just bursting out everywhere. Yeah. Spraying water in their eyes. <laughs> so All does right. it happen again next turn? I mean, because it's concentration up to one minute. So then, yeah, the next every, turn, every turn I can move it up to 10 feet and roll. Okay. And Do you re roll the, the effect each time? Yeah, I guess I did. Like get another save. Okay. All right. So the bugbear up here at the northernmost window uh, runs forward. Actually, it's going to just run forward to uh, yeah to Durgan and tries to hit him with a morning star. It's got in his hand. Just tries to. Mikey. Uh, yeah. It's like a sea urchin. Just tries to whack you with it. A 22 to hit. Dang. For 11 piercing damage from the, the spiky parts of the Morningstar. That is not cool. Uh, make, sure you, make sure your first five damage goes from your temps, though, so you only take six actual yeah. hit points of damage. <clears throat> Alrighty. Can do that. Right, then it's Ildan. I will use my bonus action to draw my shadow blade. Your dark saber. Dark saber. And uh, move forward and act like I'm concerned about Durgan. 
and attack the bugbear that just smashed his face. Okay. With a booming blade attack. As Strix claws his eyeballs. Jurgen's just in awe of how good a friend Yildan is. Yeah, he doesn't know my intent. He's a good guy. All right, so you had advantage on that from your Strix friend. Yep. Uh, That was a 20 to hit, which hits, and it does 14 psychic damages. Yeah, for the Shadow Blade. And then there's it's it's a D8 if he moves. And uh, he's, with that uh, huge psychic hit, he is bloodied. He's also boomed. He is also boomed. All right, anything else for Ildan? Mm, no. All right. He, let's see here. Uh, this bugbear down here that's not bloodied, he's going to charge up to the bar, takes a swig out of a flagon that's still sitting there, then he tries to also hit Durgan with a morning star. Uh, he critically fails, though. He uh, he tries. He gets mixed up. What hand is holding what and tries to hit you with the flagon and just spills the drink and then tries to drink out of the morning star and just don't tell us himself in the face please yeah basically no, never mind. no, no damage though unfortunately just a couple scratches i tell you what if i tried to drink up a morning star you'd make me take damage it's true <laughs> i would all right next the uh another of the uh bugbears next to the windows charges forwards towards treos and swings a morning star at him Let's see. A 20 to hit for 13 piercing damage. Danny, I'm going to use my reaction uh-huh. to cast Silvery Barbs. Is that a re- it is reaction. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to make him re-roll that attack? Is yeah. that what you're doing? Yeah, he's got to re-roll it. Okay, that's a critical failure that time, so he misses. All right. And then right. I'm going to give Treos advantage on his next attack. All right. Nice. And you could do that because you didn't use your reaction to move earlier. Right? I didn't use my reaction from Oliver. That's right. Yeah. Did you use the force to do that? Yes. So it looks like these shadowy tendrils came out and grabbed the bugbear's weapon and then spiked his face. So now he can't see what's happening when Treos is about to smack him in the face. Oh, no. Oh no! All right. Uh, uh, level spells. Where are most level one? Level one spell. Yeah. Uh, uh, good friend most... of mine told me about that spell. <laughs> <laughs> it must be a very good friend. He's a very good friend. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, advantage. Yeah, this northernmost bugbear is gonna come around the back and uh, flank Treos. Uh, attack him with a morning star. It's a 19 to hit. A 19, yeah, it's right on. All right. That's for, a, uh, was a, where's that 13? Flanking. flanking. Oh, that's right. Let's see. 13 damage. Use five of that. Here. Okay, yeah. Uh, just remember if, if you take the damage, five of it is temporary hit points. What ability I want to use my cloud rune, Danny, but it does not say about range. Uh, click it or something so we can read it. I mean, 
Treyos, I tried, buddy. You know. I appreciate it. I'm trying to save Durgan. Trying to save you. There's only so much I can do. I'm just one little wizard. Uh, so that uses your reaction, and you've already used your reaction, so you're not gonna be able to do it. Well, that was last turn. No. No, we're still on turn one. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't do it. All right. Drink refill. Uh, all right. Uh, so you're gonna take five temporary hit points. We're gonna go away, and then you'll take eight eight damage. Um. This blinded bugbear down here is going to step into the room and blindly throw a javelin at Durgan, um, which gives him disadvantage. So we'll see what happens there. Oh, man. Glad he didn't have advantage. That would have been yeah, him too. Wow. So a seven. He's going to fail. And that's it for him. And then it's Treos' turn. Uh, Trios, um, for his bonus action, is going to do Daunting Roar. Okay. Uh, they got to make a Wisdom saving throw. Here, I'll just put it up there. That'd be good. Uh, creatures of your choice within 10 feet of you, which is three of these bugbears. So and it's the... A plus my con plus my proficiency, so I guess it's a 13. Yeah, con bonus is three. Sounds right. Mm -hmm. Uh. All right, and it is a wisdom save. All right, we'll start north. Move down. Um, fell, success, fell. All right, so which two failed? The This one, the northernmost one, and then the southernmost one there. Okay. Um, I am going to... They are both frightened of you. So they're going to have to... Uh, distance themselves from me? No, they just can't move closer to you and they have like disadvantage on attacks and stuff. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and attack uh, this one right here. Actually, yeah. Which so, which one now? Uh, this one right here, it's already uh, been damaged. Highest likelihood of getting rid of one quickly. Alright, if you have if you Actually, have if you have range with an attack, then you can do that. Otherwise, you'd have to move. Oh, sorry. I'm not see it right. So, actually, I'm just going to hit this one here. But I'm going to do my other ability with it. This other see one. If I hit. You. Well, let's first see if I hit. Oh, remember, you can. Uh, never mind. What? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, remember, you can also make yourself into a giant. That's all. Yeah. Uh, the only problem with that is right now, I'm just going to give them more opportunities around me. Um. Okay. And I want to do so a twenty-five hits for six slashing damage. Um, I'm going to invoke my fire rune, mm -hmm. and um, they're going to take an extra two d six fire damage, and they'll be restrained for one minute unless they do a um, strength save. Can you click it? Can you click that one too? Um, be restrained for one minute. Oh, yeah, so they continue to take damage. Oh yeah, two d six start of each. All right, so it takes uh, fifteen damage total for that attack. That's that was great damage on the uh, fire there. Mm -hmm. he, he is bloodied, and then he has to make a strength save. 
expels it. So now he is restrained with fire. Let's uh, let's use that. That'd be one of the worst ways to be restrained. Mm-hmm. Fiery yeah. shackles. Yeah. Okay. Anything else for Treyas? Um, no. All right. What's that look like when you invoke those? Um, so I kind of see it like Treyos, like he hits and then he like, almost like he shoves his fist like down into the ground. Uh And when he pulls them back out, it's like these red hot, uh, chains that he then just kind of whips. And then they kind of come back out of the ground and wrap around the uh, bugbear. Oh, cool. Just burning into his ankles where they're shackling him in place. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. The last blind bugbear is going to step up here and also attempt to throw a javelin blindly at Durgan. That's really cool. I don't think we've ever had someone play Room Knight. I've always wanted to see what they do. Yeah, that is a new one. I'm just a pin cushion for the blind. Man. Wow. <laughs> he had disadvantage. Yeah, he did have disadvantage. That's right. Thankfully. Oh, yes. Thankfully. Those, uh, that flower power from the fairy really saved your ass. Yeah, I get critted on like every battle, so this is, <laughs> that's the only thing keeping me alive right now. Uh, it's the uh, it's the DM retroactive interrogation <laughs> conundrum that you're in. <laughs> I can't help it. Right. <laughs> Sorry. All right, Durgan. It's your turn. <clears throat> Make these bugbears pay breaking the windows. Damn hooligans. Well, yeah. first thing I'm going to do is uh, cast spiritual weapon. And all right, so if I put something like here beside that guy, would that give me advantage and Eldan advantage? Uh, no, so the on the bloodied one, the weapon can get flanking, but it doesn't give flanking. So we were on it. Oh, okay. Okay. Would it would it get flanking from? Okay, so it would get flanking for sure. Yeah. Okay. If you put it here, it would get flanking on this one from Eldan. If you put it uh, here, actually, if you put it here, it'd get flanking on either either one of these two from yeah. Atreus or Eldan. All right. So I'm gonna put it there. All right. Well, you've got you've got the spiritual cog under your followers. You can drag it set it where you want. That's okay. your spirit right. weapon. I got a cog. It's under PC's followers. Spiritual cog. Ender core. No, on it's on the right hand side. Um, on on the uh, uh, what's this tab called? Journal oh, tab. Got it. You got PC's Journal. and then followers underneath that. Okay. See it. Dragging it. Yep. Yep. All right. And then as it comes out, it will attack. You should have the attack on your core character sheet somewhere. Yeah. It's going to attack the one that has the flanking on. Or 
11 force damage. Okay. Danny's internet's restarting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we got some storms. Lachey just texted me. She's in Alpharetta, so there's a pretty nasty storm. Okay. Well, that happened. I guess there's a chance that it has some sort of reaction, so I'll hold off. The next thing I'm going to do is just cast Bless. Is everybody else still here? Except yeah, for Danny? I'm here. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Um... If Danny's computer went out, is Craig going to drop on us, or is that a Discord thing? It's well, a Discord. Well, it's a Discord thing, so it should be fine, right? Yeah, until he's told to go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it must cache. It just caches the recording somewhere on Discord server for. <clears throat> so you're gonna, um, you're gonna, you're gonna cast Bless, Alan. Yeah, I did the spiritual weapon, so eleven force damage may have killed this one because it was bloodied. Yeah. Um, uh, but regardless, I'm gonna cast bless on myself, you, Treos, and Oliver. Wait, I can only do three people, so us three in the fray: Treos, the old Dan, and myself. Okay. I think Cyril. What would Cyril do? I mean, I think I'm back. If you guys can hear me. Okay. Yeah, can you yeah, so, we can tell uh, Danny what you did. The spiritual weapon. Uh, it was a 21 to hit for 11 force damage on the bloodied one there. It, it was flanking. The south yep. one? Southern one yep. here? Yes, that one right there. All right. And right. It is not... bad shape now. Okay. Um, and then I was going to cast Bless on uh, Treos, Illidan, and myself. And then I'm done. So Treos, Hildan. Where's the old bus there? Let's see it. So they all yep. get... There for about half a second, I thought my house had been struck by lightning again. Oh, didn't that screw up your TV last time? It uh, yeah, it blew up the TVs, all the TVs in the house. Yeah, last time. It also blew a hole in the roof. Dang. All right, all right. Is that for Trey for uh, Durgan rather? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. All right, Cyril. All right. So, so uh, since since the last time he went, all these bugbears have moved up. There's like this flower circle thing going on. There's an almost dead bugbear here, and another one that's really bad hurt right next to him with fire shackles. Yeah, I think the one that's um, just got smacked by the spiritual weapon, um, Cyril will use his uh, aberrant mind psychic drain power on him. That might okay. be enough. 
Alright. Oof. It's a one to hit. That's probably gonna be a miss. Unless you want to spend a uh dragon to reroll. No. Yeah. I don't All know right. if Zero has any, but no, that's okay. Alright. Is he just gonna stay there in the back? Yeah, he's gonna stay in the back. Okay, Oliver. So, point of clarification, the 10 feet that I can move the square, does it have to be all in one direction? No. Move it five feet up and then five feet left if you wanted to, something like that. Yeah, so that's what I was going to do. Keep it on the two blind guys. No, it just disappeared. I'm going to try to... So if you I move can... it... Hold you on. could keep it where it is, and then the one that's not affected by anything that's up there on me would then potentially get affected by something. Yeah, I was trying to figure out a way to get all three of them in there without getting you, but I'm going to be. Yeah, I, I guess possible. if you could angle the square into like if you could twist the square, you could do that. Yeah, doesn't do, that. can do that. Doesn't work that way though. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. All right, so I'll just keep it there and roll. Okay. One. So it's a one, and so that is. That's the apple pie one. Yeah, no apple pie. No apple here. pies. And Charm. Seed on a wisdom save. Of... Be charmed. Wisdom save. Be charmed. Yeah, wisdom Matt, you're, cut... you're kind of cutting in and out for me, Matt. Go north to south on those two. Um, 15 succeed. I, I mean, so it's a concentration spell. You can't cast another costume. You just want to do a straight up damage dealing spell or an attack. Yeah. You know these these two up here close to Ildan are both hurt really bad. Those two up there. Um, yeah. Right. The one with the uh, flame shackles is going to take two d six at the start of his turn, so he's he's basically dead, right? 
Yeah, he's taken okay. care of, I think. He's okay. done. So you can shoot the one in front of me if you want. Um, or the frightened one up there at Treos or the one next to Durgan. Yeah, all right. I'll take a shot with my short bow at the one that's not flame shackled. Okay. Wait, 12. That is going to miss. Yeah. Uh, the planks off of his armor. Okay, now I'm done. All right. Uh, so this guy. Wait, did he have flanking? Or does that only work with melee? Oh, okay. Let's see here. This guy is frightened. Um, he is going to attack Ildan. He's going to have disadvantage there because he's frightened. With his Morning Star, a fourteen to hit is probably going to miss. Fourteen will miss. All right, Ildan. Um. My dark blade will glow a hint of green, and I'll do a green flame blade attack against yeah, him the... with advantage. Oh, I didn't do flanking though. And and also, did you do bless? Uh, bless was on it, but I forgot to check um, flanking from the spiritual weapon. But I think a, tw- a twenty-five hits. Yeah, you don't get flanking from the spiritual weapon anyway. Oh, okay, then we're good. So that'll do nine <clears throat> damage to. To this one. Yep. All right, and that kills him. And then Work. we'll do three damage of the green flame blade. The green flames will jump from his corpse to this one. Oh yeah, it's based on your intelligence mod or something. Mm-hmm. All right, minus three. So, so he'll take okay. three damage. And there's a little bit of green flame shoots over and burns him a little bit. He goes, Arr! and. Suddenly, you're no longer outnumbered. I think I'm gonna, yeah, move to. Can I occupy the space of the spiritual weapon? You can't stay in it. You can move through it. It's just difficult terrain. Gotcha. I'm just gonna stay where I'm at. All right. Um, this guy down here is going to attack Durgan because he's right next to him. A twenty, dang, for seventeen damage. No, uh, no disadvantage. Hey, uh, that one is. Hold on. This one is what? Can I redirect that one with my ability? Since I have a reaction now. What's the range on it? Uh, it doesn't limit the range. I think it says within 30 feet or something like that. That's only 30 feet. within 30. Yep. Yeah, click, the, click the ability again so we can read it real quick. Uh, this is your cloud rune. Yeah. When you are a creature, you can see within 30, 30 feet, feet of you. Feet of you can use your reaction to invoke the rune and choose a different creature within 30 feet of you other than the attacker. Yeah. yeah. All right. Wow. Who do you want to choose? You want to choose uh, Oliver or... It says any creature. Yeah, or, another oh, bugbear. Would be maybe Eldan or, or which creature do you want to choose? Hit this one. Let's see. 
This one right here is most logical. This one? Mm-hmm. All right. That's fine. I just I was trying to give you all the options. <laughs> yeah, no, we appreciate uh, that. Yeah, so like uh, what happens, like a little cloud of the little vapor cloud appears right there where the morning star is going to hit, and instead of hitting Durgan, it, uh, another vapor cloud appears on top of this guy's head and hits him, something like that. No, I guess he just gets really confused and. Uh, well, because there's there's no way he could have hit him. He couldn't even reach him, right? So like, it's like yeah, because it's within thirty feet, so it has to kind of transport it somehow, like portal yeah, like, it. Yeah, like those creatures y'all fought, where it just creates a a portal. Yeah. yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, it's like almost yeah, it's a portal that the that goes through and then it opens up right next to the creature. You see the, yeah. the blade come out. Basically all the fight mechanics from Doctor Strange movies, right? They put the portal up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Durgan, you see that you see that morning star coming right towards your face and you're thinking about how the girls aren't gonna like you with all these pock marks on your face from right. as if they already do start. with my charisma with the nine, but yeah. <laughs> right. And I'll, and and suddenly it just doesn't hit you and you hear this bugbear behind you scream out in pain. Yeah, and I'm like, what? what? Yeah, that was a 17. That's a pretty big smack. That was a big yeah. smack. Yeah, so this guy's that's an here. awesome room. Yeah, yeah it is. That's pretty it's cool. pretty much man. the best one, but uh, I gotta do a short rest before I can do it again. Does anybody still have their temporary hand points? Or... Nope, I do. They right. came in handy. The flamer down up here, uh, it's his turn next. So. Let me try to find it. He like, takes 2d6 yeah. at the start of his turn. Then he can make a strength yeah. check at the end. All right, so roll the 2d6 for us, Treos. How much fire damage does your fire rune do to this bugbear? It burns. Five. Five. All right, so he's in real rough shape now. He's going to attack you. A, like, fire burns! And he attacks Treos with flankage. Isn't he restrained though? He, he's restrained, so he can't he can't uh, move, right? And I think he has disadvantage, but with a roll like that, he might still hit. It's a nineteen to hit. Bastard bugbears. Right. Let's see. So, nineteen. Yeah, he's restrained, so he had disadvantage, but. Attacks against him have advantage, by the way, automatically. All right. And that's it for him. Um, next is this guy that's a frightened of you. He's going to try to attack you, but he has disadvantage. Treos as well. He gets an 8. Another 17 damage roll, though, so good thing that was an 8. And uh, last is this guy that's charmed by Matt. You didn't tell him to do anything in particular, Matt. Uh, uh, I mean, he, yeah, he can't attack me. Uh, yeah, sorry, I looked up he's charmed. charmed. Yeah, so he can't hurt you or attack Conditions you. Conditions charmed. Yeah. You have, a, you have an have advantage, advantage on the attack. Yeah, so I can't really do much. He just can't attack me. All right. All right, so he's going to move up to here, and then he, like, uh, goes, yoo-hoo, and, like, waves and blows kisses at you. And then he tries to punch Durgan in the face with a morning star. No, don't do that. Of course he does. Get out of the way. I'm trying to see my... I'm trying to see that sexy fairy. Your face is in the way. That was a 12. 
<laughs> a, a palpable miss. <laughs> All right, Treos. Yeah. Feels like it's already been your turn a couple times because you've been killing stuff, but uh, it actually is your turn now. You've got a. I gotta attack this guy down here, otherwise I'm gonna get uh, flanking bonuses again. So yeah, you got an almost dead firebranded guy down here. I didn't roll his attack. Well, actually, to save, but yeah. well, he's gonna take the damage at the beginning of his turn, anyways. Next time. And well, unless he passes the saving throw, you want me to go ahead and roll it? Yeah. Uh, he does pass, so he's no longer inflamed. Okay. The crap. Oof. Got a. A ten to hit is gonna miss. Wait, did you um uh, did you add in your thing. bless? Your bless. I don't know if you added a D four to that. Yeah, yeah, that bless give him just give him an extra Hold one. On. I'm gonna do a thing here. Action surge. Yep, action surge. Uh, again. Action surge. Action surge. Here we go. That's a bit better. Action oh surge. man. A 21, and you rolled 12 again on the damage. Well, they didn't have to. That's max damage. Yep. Uh, so you, you, like, start to miss, and then you're like, nah. You go ahead and just run him through. Yeah. And uh, so that actually, that wasn't my bonus action, right? That was your no. action action. So I'm going to use second wind as my bonus action to get a D10 plus my level at yeah. points, because uh, this other guy's probably going to try to hit me, and uh, I don't want to get hit and die. Again, that's fair. fair. Nobody likes that. I've died way too many times in this game. Good roll, too. 12 more hit points. Yeah, it's a very good roll. Okay. Question Action Surge is that specific to fighters? Fighters. Okay. Okay. Fighters. Fighter. Fighters. All right. Do fighters do that? Yeah. All right, this guy down here, uh, this bugbear who's bloodied and everything else, he's going to throw a javelin at Ildan. No. Uh, nah, you're you're right. He's going to hop forward and try to hit him with this. Uh, no, the javelin's better. So, Brandon, most of rune things, today you can only use them once and they come back after you rest. Yeah. So a seven's going to miss. Yeah, he rolls a seven to hit. All right, then it's Durgan to finish the round. Um. Okay, I'm going to have the spiritual cog attack this guy here. Uh, run across the old end. It just moved into that slot, and let's see if he hits. Mm-hmm. Which one are you attacking? I'm sorry. Oh, the one right across from Ildan that ju- that's bloodied that just moved into that slot. So he would has flanking on him. Did I have that? Yeah, put that on there. So twenty to hit, seven force damage. That is just enough to wipe this guy off the face of Faroon. Nice. Yeah. Drop him. Way to go, way to go. And then, um, right, what's this? What kind of effect does this guy have on that's like right next to me? And he's charmed. charmed, he loves me. Okay, all right, I'm not gonna mess with him. Well, he's, he's still attacking, he, he'll attack anybody else but me. Now, this guy down here, some one of you already hurt him earlier, 
Uh, yeah, he got catapulted by a, a mug. A mug. He's right. under. He's under no. Uh... Can I move here without being hit, taking an attack of opportunity? Yeah, because you're not moving out of the zone. Okay. You can, but you will. All, you will be inside of the fairy zone. Yeah, that's probably. That's true. Idea. I don't want. I don't like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, right and, now it's just I'm... being charmed, right? Yeah, you'll just love Oliver even more. Yeah, well, right now, him. it's actually technically not there. Um, not really. Right now, it's still right here. Oh, okay. no, he'd still be in it. Yeah, I'd be in it. So then I could be charmed, but yeah, I guess that wouldn't really matter. Well, no. You could, it, you could, you could move here. Round. You could move here. No, I'll take an attack of opportunity from the one below me. Oh, yeah, you would. That's yeah, true. Yeah, you would. Mm. I'm just trying to give some other people if, room. If Matt charms Durgan, like is that? Well, it's going to change next round, so he could be blinded. I mean, I don't, I don't yeah, but he's going to he's going to pass through it currently before your turn is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, would, so I'll do the check and get you move here then to here. But then I'm not going to not attack. I could still get my. I think I feel like I could move here and still get my attack. On on, I want to attack that this one, uh, the one directly south of Vildan. So, mm. it's not, not going to help you. Why are you moving to attack? Because you can attack either one of them from where you currently are. Because if I move here and then attack, then it like opens up the area for other people to come in. Uh, to... No, that's just dumb. Because I'm not going to attack. Well, I'm not gonna... it, it, it gives me an opportunity to get advantage if I move here. That's oh, true. Or if, okay. or if Alan okay. moves here, then I can move here and get advantage on him as well. I mean, I see what All he's right. doing. Okay. Well, whatever. But... It does block. It does completely block the fairy area, though. And then I can move him here, and then have he'll have advantage. The spiritual cog would have advantage. Just you know what? It's it's fine. We, I have bless. Were, it's just as good as flanking. You just stay where you are and smack the guy. You're fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'll do that, and then my spiritual cog. I can move him down here. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help okay. you though, but yeah, you can move it. Okay. Right. Yeah. Don't put him there. Why? Because if you're going to stay where you are, I can come here. But I can't occupy the space of the flog, the cog. Okay. Well, what if I put him here? That's fine. fine. And then I'll attack the guy directly. <laughs> this is taking a long time for, for just an attack. Yeah, it's the yeah, yeah. Positioning. Uh, positioning's key. Taking a right. It's Click okay. the button. Okay, that's pretty clicked. But I don't have the bless on, so it's put. Oh, let me roll a d4. It's it's not gonna make a difference. It's a miss. Okay. All right. Um. Right. Yeah, it's it's a mess. Uh. Right then, a uh. Creepy as crap, black oh, uh, creature shows up over here in the corner, like this, just like purple, see-through creature uh, appears and uh, makes some sort of a wailing sound and try and takes a swipe at this bugbear. What? Oh, a ghost! Uh, oh wow! Uh, is that that's our ghost? You think the ghost is like this? Battle has gone on way too long. I'm finishing this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, sorry. It did. It was GM only. I clicked it like a hundred times trying to figure out what's going on. Anyway, yeah, it sticks. Uh, basically, sticks its hand through the chest of the 
um, bugbear. And uh, you see, like, he just kind of turns pale and uh, he's hurt. He has to make a con save, too, apparently. Uh, uh, I'm not going to worry about it because it's just uh, con save or to or permanently lose the hit points, but uh, he succeeds. Okay, yeah, so uh, for the first time ever, you all see Lyf here. Oh. That's cool. What's up, All right, Cyril. <clears throat> all right, so Cyril is going to cast Dissonant Whisper um, on, I guess, this one? All right. No, 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 this one. All right, so this one has charmed. been hurt. The charmed one has not. Yeah, and it's a crappy damage roll. So like all the crappiest of crappy damage rolls. Yeah, that was terrible. Two ones and a two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, so a wisdom save. Wisdom save, or he has to run. It fails. So it's this one right here, so he takes four damage. Mm-hmm. And he has to uh, tar target... Um, Far away as the speed allows. Immediately use its reaction. If yep. 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 Right. Attack of opportunity. So he should uh, get two attack of opportunities mm, from. I think we discussed. Well, okay. No, I was wrong. We discussed this earlier. Danny ruled that you can do the attack of opportunity. Yeah, because it has yeah. to use its reaction, but it's not forced movement. It's an interesting uh, kind of sidestep of the rules. Right. Yeah. But so you guys that is get... the ruling we had. Yeah, so you do get opportunity attacks. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the spiritual weapon as no. well. That's okay. Not. As far away as possible. These are 20 damage. Hits. Yeah, so he is bloodied now. 18. I should probably look that up and see if there's been like an, an alternative ruling at some point. There probably is. Like that. Yeah. 5, 10, 15, 20. The last time we did it, I looked at different worms and each one of them said one or the other. <laughs> I think it was kind of 50 50. All right, so he moves. He's just outside. Mm -hmm. You can kind of still see him out there. All right, anything else for Cyril? That was it. I mean, from like a, like just mechanics in real life sort of situation, like it makes sense that you would still get an attack of opportunity, right? Like if he's forced or not, he's like fleeing your, the space right directly in front of you. Yeah. I mean, I think so. All right. Well, what are you going to do there? Uh, first of all, I'm going to step up here. I'm going to leave my spell in place. See what effect we have this time. That is a four. Difficult terrain. The drops of molasses. So it's now difficult terrain. Yeah. So Jeremy Crawford uh, answered that question. I said, yes, it does do opportunity attacks. So that's the official. That spell just got a lot cooler. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to cast uh, Dissonant Whispers. So the four oh, that guy the in four the difficult do. terrain. It makes everything difficult terrain, is what it does. Yeah. So the guy who's in the difficult terrain, I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers on him. All right. Okay. 
How's that not? How's that not populating? Clicked on it three know. times now. I think he fails his wisdom save, but I don't know. Can you? Is it on your core sheet? Maybe. Can you click it on? Okay, back, Craig. Clue. Orson, turn Crap. We got. There we go. Okay. Good grief. All right, can so we recap what happened? You cast Dissonant cast Whispers. Cast Dissonant Whispers, uh, DC 14. He's failed 11 psychic damage, and I has to run away as quickly as he can. Cross difficult terrain since I moved up to here. Both you and I get opportunity attack. Uh, Durgan doesn't we, have a reaction, but you can. You oh, yeah, I do then. Okay. Oh, that's a because Oh, only one. You already use your reaction to do the other, to do that attack. Go for it, Oliver. Uh, oh, 13. 13 is going to miss. Yeah. This guy is bloodied. So 5, 10, 15, try. 20, about 30. They're both, they're both out there. I guess I'll put them out here somewhere. All right. Uh, that's it for Oliver, I guess. Yeah. And Ildan. Um... There's one bugbear up here to the north, and then two outside. They're both hurt pretty bad. Come on, guys. we got to speed this up. Yeah, I know. Um, I guess I'll come up here and uh, boomy blade this guy. All right. 20, 20 for 15. 15. Metal. Huh. All right. Yeah, he's barely on his feet. It's boomed. All right. Anything else? Uh, no. Man, that was a great hit. Yeah, it was. All right. Um, let's see. Not fucking anymore. All right. Uh, this guy that had to uh, run away. It's going to go 5, five 10, 20, 30 into here, and he's going to throw a javelin at, at Durkin. Yes, I could have went out there with him, but... A 7, he misses. All right, uh, this bugbear up here, he's just going to swing with everything he's got at Ildan. Oh, no. An 8, he misses. And then the... Guy out here, 5, 10, 20, uh, 25, 30. Yeah, look at that. He's going to try and crack Durgan across the noggin with a 9 to hit. Man, these bugbears, the fight is just out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Trios. All right. Here we go. Bugbear to the north of you. And you cut him down. With a twenty-seven to hit, <laughs> and thirteen Trails damage. over this fight. Right, he didn't even <laughs> He's turn only into a to giant. Come down here and give a flanking bonus All right. to Durgan. Okay, Durgan, you got flanking, and you're blessed. Flanking, and I'm blessed. All right. Um... Well, I'm going to start out with the spherical, spiritual weapon attacking the blade when I sit directly in front of me. Um, okay, it is neither blessed nor flanking. Right. 
You sure you don't want to have it come down here and attack this guy that you can't reach? I mean, sure. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> All right, he'll attack that guy. Uh, and then... Where are you? He's been doing pretty well. Let's see if he actually hits. Huh, he did it again. 30 for 6 force damage. Well, he doesn't get those bonuses, but that's still a 24. Okay. And that still kills the bugbear. All right. And then I'll attack the one directly in front of me with flanking. And bless. And crit. Look at that. Oh, 14 damage. All right, that, that's a nice kill, that one. Both of those last two only had three hit points each. <laughs> and the one up there only had one hit point. I mean, they were just... Oh, really? The one I went up there? Waiting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they were all on the verge of death. Lyft was about to uh, attack that one again. But he, he kind of fades back into non-existence as the last of them drops to the ground. He, as he's fading away, you see him, he's just kind of like just wiping his hands off like this. He fades back away. Nice. Uh, place is kind of a wreck. Immediately, Lyft starts picking things up. Mm. Is there another one over here that's bloodied? Uh, they're all dead. They're all dead. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sweet. Um, what would you guys like to do real quick here before we end the session? Well, now that it's 2.30 2. in the morning? Yeah. It's 11, 18. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm talking... In-game. Oh, yeah. Search the bodies, talk to Lyft. He's gone, I guess. And then that's what I'm thinking. We'll need to clean up as best we can. Somebody roll me 6d6. And somebody else roll me 3d10. Somebody else can do that. I'll do 3d10. Y'all want me to do the 66? Ooh, 27. 3d10. So what's that for? Okay, so you find uh, on the bugbears, they have on them a total of 27 silver and 26 gold. Okay. Nice. Hopefully they'll mm-hmm. pay for fixing the windows. All right, somebody needs to check to make sure that guy downstairs is still there, just in case. This was a distraction. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, Ildan, will you, or Jesse, I should say, will you um, add that? I think, I think that... Um, John's got our... John's uh, got our... Party gold. money, yeah. yeah exactly. I'll add it to it. And we'll need to clean up the glass and board up the window and make a sign that says, yes, we're open. Hang on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's going to cost a little bit to replace that glass. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll go. Cyril and I can go check on. All right, guys. I got to go. I'm sorry. All right. right. It's okay. Treos. All right. Yeah. See you. Nice rune action. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Brandon, I'm going to give you a, uh, a golden dragon for all the sweet rune action. There you go. Nice. We're saving our asses. Thanks, y'all. Right. Sorry, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see y'all later. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, Craig. Bye, everybody. Bye, Craig. Bye. Yeah, the reaction stuff.